Second and 10 from the UCF 15-yard line. It's a quarterback draw for Wilson. 15-10 to the far side. The pylon, the goal line, the touchdown! Zach Wilson with a rushing score. His ninth of the year, and the Cougars open on top on the first possession of the game. Wilson, again, deep drop. Loads up with the right-hander. Fires. Caught at the three. Into the end zone. Another touchdown catch. It is Neil Pouton hauling it in for the score. The Cougars score again. DJ and PK brought to you in part by SNS Roofing. Their huge winter and spring sales event is going on now, where you can save thousands on a new roof. Call pound 250 and say SNS Roofing for your free bid. A lot of highlights there from Zach Wilson. How many of those highlights will we hear out of the New York Jets broadcasts? He's expected to go number two to the Jets tonight. It's a foregone conclusion in NFL circles. We've been hearing it for a long time. What will happen to the Jets? What will happen to Zach Wilson? How is this going to work out? What are the Jets getting in Zach Wilson with the second pick in the draft? That is the question, PK. We know a lot of quarterbacks who've gone high and busted. Some have also made it all the way to the Hall of Fame. So the draft itself doesn't really tell us anything. It's just kind of throwing stuff up against the wall and see see which quarterbacks stick. That's kind of how the NFL handles it. They certainly wouldn't have wasted all these high draft picks on busts if they knew. It's, nobody knows. Well, it doesn't matter where you're drafted in the final analysis. Uh, you got to perform out on the field. And then I get if you're a higher pick, there's expectation. So that adds to the pressure but it's all about performance, and so you could be a second, third, fourth round, whatever pick. Free agent, really. Free agent quarterbacks have gone to the Hall of Fame. I'm looking at you, Kurt Warner. So you can get it done, and free agent uh, quarterbacks are rare, but still, uh, you got that opportunity here. I think what they're getting, they're getting a football junkie. That's what uh, I'm very confident in saying. Whatever Zach Wilson has got, he's going to give to the Jets. I mean, this is what he's wanted. This is what he's worked for. And so he's all in in that way. So they're going to get somebody who is going to work, work hard, study. Uh, So you got that. You know, you don't have to worry about that. He loves the game. Absolutely. Dad, a former player, it's all about that, right? So you know you're going to get that. I believe he has moxie. I go back to when he was a freshman, and they were playing Boise up at Boise. And they're down. They're down by one score. Now, they didn't win the game. But he has that long run. Gets them inside the, what, he was it inside the five? And at that time, three years ago, they are playing a bunch of young guys. right? And that's what made last year. They were going to have a good year no matter what schedule they were going to play last year. Because they had so many guys that three years ago were youngsters kind of running around, not really sure. Last year, they were a veteran team, obviously. That's why they've got eight guys in the top, uh, would you say, Yak, the top 300, top 100? Top 300, uh, essentially. Top 300, yeah. yeah. Pro football Which focus. Basically the length of the draft, right? And uh, so they would have scored three years ago, and they would have won that game. But they were young at the time, so and they had a brand-new coaching staff, blah, blah, blah. So my point is, that that was a hostile environment. And you go back and look at the game, 
And he looked poised the entire time. And then he's a junior. He's got all sorts of experience. He's got trust in the coaches, vice versa. And he looked poised the whole time, too. I mean, look at that Coastal Carolina. What did he throw a pick at the end of the first half? And those guys, if they would have done that, what they did to him on the field, they would have done that on the street. They would have been arrested. But yet, did he lose his cool? Did he go crazy? Uh, did it rattle him? I don't think it did. They didn't win the game. I got that. But, uh, you know, there's other circumstances involved flying across the country, one or two days' notice for preparation, blah, blah, blah. So I believe that he's got what it takes to succeed. I could be wrong, but that's what I believe right now. So it's interesting, the guy doing the picking, we haven't talked much about the, the GM with the Jets, Joe Douglas. Douglas, yeah. This is his second year as the Jets GM. But he signed now, a six-year deal. Right. So first off, big picture on the Jets. It's a familiar story. We've heard this with other teams in other sports. We were just actually talking either at the end of last week or the start of this week about, you know, your sister's kind of getting back in on the Suns. And I don't, I don't like the bandwagon thing, but you also don't have to have, you know, blind loyalty to a team that just can't get out of its own way. You know, the Suns had one winning season in 10 years. That's not good enough, right? And when we were talking about the Padres, when they were spending all this money, in the offseason and acquiring like a new, you know, starting pitcher every day, it seemed like there for a while. And saying, wow, they've never, they haven't done this. And that's why they've only had one winning season in 10 years. And they haven't been able to get out of their own way. And the Jets, one winning season in 10 years, they haven't been able to get out of their own way. But that's not all on Douglas. You know, the whole thing we heard with the Bulls, organizations win championships. Probably more true in the NFL than anywhere, if for no other reason than there's more players, there's more coaches, there's more people to be organized. So we can't dump this all on this guy. He's in his second year on the job. This is his first big swing at a quarterback, but there have been stories written on him about how, you know, on his way up as a scout and executive, you know, he was a guy who... Um, uh, encouraged the Ravens to draft Flacco, but he wasn't in charge. You know, he was the guy in the Eagles organization who, uh, um, what was it? He wanted, uh, they, they had went, so they didn't want a guy that, they, uh, that he pushed. You know, he now gets to decide, do we have someone on the team? And obviously he decided Darnold's not the guy. So, and to bring in a new coach. Now, the Jets have sucked, and I do wonder if, you know, draft a quarterback all you want, but the organization's got to get better. But the organization's new. First-year coach, second-year GM, this is, their, this is our first call. Correct. So we can't completely dump on them and say they're going to submarine him, which seems to be a pretty popular take right now. I mean, whoever was in charge in 2013 or 2016, I get it. But you're not jinxed and hexed forever. I mean, what was the Cardinals? You brought up, uh, you know, you can make it as a free agent. What was the Cardinals' track record before Kurt Warner came in? Well, it sucked. Right. But they also put a good team around him. Yeah, and he, he, he was the missing piece. They got yeah. hot. You, you look at the, uh, the, NFL, <laughs> the NFL, 13 wins in one year. You know, you, you're battling for, uh, for the one or two seed. Uh, yeah. The Jets have needed three years to win 13 games. But there's going to there's be some struggles. We see this, uh, yeah, 21. What have they got, 21 picks in the next uh, two years? Something Is like that, that yeah. yeah. 21 selections over the next two drafts. So 
We saw the... They have six in the first three rounds tonight alone. Good. Wow, this is huge. Starting tonight, this is going to go to the first three rounds tonight. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, this, this is a... This, these next two years are just major. It's a major opportunity. They've got to cash in. All right, DJ and PK, time to welcome in Andrew Reinhardt, Wasatch Medical Clinic. And, uh, Andrew, what kind of results are you hearing from uh, patients? Because you've, you've been on the air. We've seen you on the billboards, TV. You've been here on The Zone. I think it all started on The Zone, didn't it? Before you became a multimedia megastar. Um, yes. and so, But you get to hear back from different patients and different people and their experiences. What are you hearing? Yeah, we do. It, when a guy has erectile dysfunction, it starts with skepticism. So I'd say that's how each patient interaction starts. He meets with the doctor. He's maybe failed with pills. He goes through our treatments, and almost everybody says that was a lot easier than we thought. A treatment's 10 minutes. It's non-invasive. Our acoustic wave therapy opens up the blood vessels. So the general feedback is it's easier than I thought. The blood flow is there. I'm glad I don't have to take the pill. There's a lot of that. We have seen this work for so many guys restoring normal blood flow in the bedroom. So what are the top causes of ED? Guys are probably wondering, why is this happening to me? So what is the why? Definitely. A lot of guys are wondering that. And a lot of guys are thinking, I'm too young and too healthy to be experiencing this. And I would say, you are way more normal than you think. We do see, you know, diabetes and prostate issues and men aging as probably the three most common. But it happens to healthy guys Every day, I personally do not believe that if you have ED, that means you have a heart issue. We just don't see that. We've seen a lot of healthy guys that are noticing a decline in the bedroom. Now, the science is so sound behind our technology. Uh, this is so targeted that it can work for just about any age with just about any kind of health condition. And especially if you're healthier, you're going to notice those improvements in the bedroom Turn back the clock a little bit and, of course, get off of the pill. So you got a discount for people who call right now, 801-901-8000. We do. This is the first step in reversing the erectile dysfunction. It's the assessment, the exam, the blood flow ultrasound. Uh, that's all free. That's pretty cool. The little gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. I'm trying to think of a time that's ever failed, and I don't think there is one. And 300 bucks off today. So pretty cool stuff. Uh, give us a call now. 801-901-8000. You can call Wasatch Medical at 801-901-8000. Give Andrew a call, 801-901-8000. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, guys. All right, we got multiple questions up on social media, Facebook. You can hit us up at DJ and PK. Twitter, David DJ James. You can grab your phone, use our app, use the open mic feature, send us your takes. Uh, our football question today, what will the Jets get in Zach Wilson with the second pick? There's comedy, there's serious takes, there's defeatist takes, there's hopeful takes. It's all there, PK. The complete cornucopia of takes. Clark says, they're going to get a talented quarterback with elite hair. <laughs> We'd gone to the smile earlier in the show. We hadn't gone to the hair. I was going to say, the hair and the smile are both elite. Oh, there you go. Madison Avenue, baby. If you get some wins to go with that, you're good to go. I don't really notice the hair that much. Uh, I mean, they're playing in a helmet, obviously. Let's put it this way. It's been described as Zac Efron-esque. Really? <laughs> okay. Zac Efron. Uh, 
Don't know. All that's right. what most football players are going for, but okay, sure. Probably not. So but. he's got the good do. He should. He's 21 years old. Why shouldn't you have a good do at 21? You know, you haven't uh, hit into the male pattern baldness yet, which I haven't had, knock on wood. Uh, although I guess it probably wouldn't matter if I had it either way. What's the difference? Uh, it's certainly not going to matter when you play quarterback. Uh, but I, I think he has the mental makeup because he's going to need it. You know, they're, that that's right in the heart of where I grew up. They have Florham Park is minutes away from where I grew up. And obviously uh, where they play is on our side of the uh, state line there. They're going to come at you. We already know that. Everybody, you don't need to live there to know that. <laughs> so everybody knows that. Uh, and I was surrounded by I got many family members, passionate fan base. My one cousin, um, who when we I told you about that uh, vacation my family took, we went from Phoenix up to the Bay Area and Yos- uh, Yosemite and all that, and there was eight of us in a station wagon. And so I was about 15 years old, and my cousin named Luann, Luann Ripa, a cousin uh, on the other side of uh, Kelly Ripa, interestingly. Um, the two of us were in the station wagon in the back, so we had we were sitting crossways, right? So our faces were each other. Back in the day, can you imagine? No seatbelts, driving from Phoenix all the way up to Yosemite, eight of us. Uh, I can't imagine sitting in the back of the station wagon unseatbelted. I don't really imagine as much as I remember it. Even the Sniggledorfs with a, oh, yeah, why don't you just crawl over the back seat at 60 miles an hour. Crawl over the back seat and uh, lay down on that blanket and back and take a nap if you can't sleep sitting up. Okay. Unbelted, sleeping in the back of the car while Dad's flying down the freeway. Yep, so she, done she it. Was, she was 14, I was 15, and I had my parents, my sister and her husband, and my grandmother, and my aunt, who was the nun. That was uh, the eight of us. So we actually we were, didn't have a lot of money. We, slept, we spent the night in a car in Yosemite, in the station wagon. We all slept, eight of us, in the car. Uh, you got me there. Didn't do that. Yeah. In, a tent on the, <laughs> in a tent on the ground? Yes. No. Oh, yeah. But in no, a car, we no. We were, we were city people. We weren't campers. <laughs> I didn't go camping until I moved up here. <laughs> and I thought, this sucks. I'm not doing it again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Had it was sleeping on the cold, hard ground? <laughs> uh, I, we took the kids up to just up the street here a little bit, up the canyon. It was fun. Uh, but uh, so I heard one time she was an adult, and she asked me, her husband, uh, yeah, why does he go to the stadium at 8 in the morning when the game starts at 4. <laughs> well, because he's getting loaded and uh, he's uh, tailgating. So they have a passionate, passionate fan base, as everybody does. So they're going to have high expectations on this kid. But I think he has the mental makeup to handle it. I, I, I haven't been intrigued by somebody going in the NFL locally uh, than I, more so than I am by this kid in a long time. I don't, I don't even know who compares. Maybe John Beck? Uh, which didn't really turn out that well, uh, as we know. I mean, second-round pick, and uh, just by, in what, in 2007 and by 2012, he was out of the league. And I think one of those seasons, he didn't, he wasn't in the league, set out the league, and then went back, I think, something like that. So five years, he was gone. So it didn't work out. Uh, I think that it comes down to, uh, with the quarterback, it's more, you know, when you're in school, you have to do those group projects. 
you know, there's more pressure on the quarterback. And, and I guess New York's going to ratchet that up. Just, but there's pressure on every quarterback. I mean, Jordan Love, I don't know when his time will come with the Packers, but whenever it does, there will be pressure. I suppose maybe they could move him before Aaron Rodgers, you know, yeah, so maybe, say, yeah, yeah, maybe his time won't be. come there. It'll come somewhere else. But as a quarterback, right. it's always on you, and yet you got to have the whole team. We've seen plenty of quarterbacks wrecked uh, because they didn't have enough offensive line. They got sacked too much. They never really had a chance. And you don't have the same level when other guys go to the NFL because if you're a corner or you're a defensive lineman, like you can do your thing – and you can be judged to be good, even if the team blows. But the quarterback really wears the wins and losses. And if you don't win, it's on the QB. Now, how many quarterbacks do we say, he's really good, but that team doesn't win at all? You could say that about other positions. I just don't think you say it about the quarterback very often, if at all. Well, there's been exceptions. I mean, if you Marino, are, Phillip yeah. Rivers. Yeah, but even they were their teams were good. They didn't win the championship. In the case of Philip Rivers, he didn't get to a Super Bowl. But they um, were good too, right? Well, uh, let's face it: if he has a career like Philip Rivers or Dan Marino, that's we'll pretty darn good. <laughs> we'll call it a W, baby. What will the Jets get in Zach Wilson with a second pick? And Eric says they will get to ruining his career, not turning it around. There's the Jets, one winning season in ten years. Eric, it's not good. No hope. It's not good right now. I mean, I can't disagree. Well, that's why you have it's the two pick. Good. That's why they got the number two pick. It's Correct. Uh, what? It's just that their most recent history. Because you take that kid like Kyler Murray. He went number one. But no one's saying, man, the Cardinals are just going to really just destroy him. Because they've had a little more recent success. Yeah. Uh, and the Jets have zero recent success. I understand that, but that that then that's beyond his control, man. That's and I and I do think that he's going to need time. He he would need time even if he was, if he was going to a good team. He probably wouldn't play right away anyway. So usually when quarterbacks come in right off the bat and play, it's because their teams aren't very good, right? Uh, maybe Russell Wilson was somewhat of an exception. Uh, to that rule, but usually that's the case. So you're going to need time for the individual to grow a little bit, and then also, of course, the team. So you got that combination. So you really can't go crazy and make big-time assessments, I would think, at least until the third year. Phil says they would get a kid who couldn't join or beat Utah. Sad, really. Not a serious take. Just going to revel yeah, but, in the rivalry. But Phil, I think everybody knows that BYU would have won this season. No, I don't think everyone knows that. Well, I, let I, me I say, I, there's a, there's a large contingent of certain... Everyone, well, the, the, char- every, the Channel 2 people don't know that for <laughs> everyone, obvious reasons. Everyone isn't willing to admit that, even if they th- worry about it or think it down deep. They're just I don't not care admit what it. you admit. Truth is truth. You don't have to admit truth. It still stands as truth. They would have won this year. Everybody knows that. You should hold on to that. That'll be good for another day. Yeah, here comes the inevitable. Uh, what Twitter inevitable? Barrage. What? Barrage? Do you want me to lie? Is that what you want? Hashtag ten is coming. <laughs> you do that well, Yak. That wasn't bad. Keenan says they're going to get more Jetsy disappointment. 
Jetsy is a specific flavor of disappointment. Maybe you look at it, hey, this is a great situation and that there's nowhere to go but up. And if they do go up and then say in three years are vying strongly and actually do make the postseason, he's a hero. Oh, absolutely. Yes. That's the home run swing. And if he connects, yeah, if in three years they're winning 10 games and they're in the postseason, oh, my gosh. Because you know, here's the funny thing. If you're not in one of the major markets, one of the major stories, you know, you don't end up on ESPN, you don't end up on all the websites, you don't get that kind of run. And so a lot of guys can kind of, and, and teams for that matter, can kind of be anonymous when it comes to that kind of stuff. Nothing anonymous about this, man. If you get, if you get the Jets into the playoffs after their last decade, <laughs> it's going to be nonstop. It is going to be nonstop. So what you're saying is it's not going to stop. His face will be on websites. His face will be on TV. It, it'll Yes, it will not stop. Um, however, many people think it will stop. Bryce says, what's he going to be? He's going to be a bust. Steelers fan says, he's going to be a bust. So complete full stop immediately. Well, why animus towards Zach Wilson? Just he- because he played at BYU? Well, it could be that. I mean, I can click on this and see uh, you know, who their teams are. And, oh, so you don't like him because he played at BYU when nope. he wanted to go to your school and nope. your school didn't offer him a scholarship? Father of four, FSU season ticket holder, former BYU baseball player, loved Denver, enjoy helping to change lives for a living. A former BYU baseball player, that doesn't sound like a youth season ticket holder. Let's see this other guy here. Uh, no background on him, don't know what his deal is. Just says Steelers fan, got nothing else on him. But one guy says he's a former BYU baseball player, so maybe you just don't think he's the guy. I'd like to know why. Well, the two most common things we hear are he's not quite big enough. You know, the 6'2 quarterbacks, there certainly are enough. guys who've excelled at 6'2, but you really want the 6'4, six, 6'5 six, guy. And um, he lit it up against a subpar schedule, and that's one thing that people are just going to keep holding against him until he wins in the NFL. I don't think that they look at schedule. I think they look at the talent that he has. And if you yes. look at some of the throws he made, there it is. The schedule wasn't the reason he made the throws. And some of those throws they were guarded quite closely and he put it right out on the money and his his mind is exceptional for the game. And the throw some of the throws he made, the DB was all over him. So it isn't specifically about scheduling. And it's not about the win-loss record, for that matter, either. Uh, and size, I, th- I think he's big enough. That's, just, that's the way I look at size. Is his size a detriment? No. Is his size an advantage? Maybe not. I can remember one time watching a, a Steelers-Ravens game, and you had Terrell Suggs and Ben Roethlisberger, and they look like two grizzly bears. Roethlisberger's getting out of the pocket. And Suggs is trying to bring him down. And they're slapping and <laughs> kind of fighting at each other, right? And neither could get an advantage because they're two massive human beings, right? And, and, Suggs, is, and Suggs is a great player, obviously, right? Probably a Hall of Fame player, I would think. And he's trying to bring Roethlisberger down. And he can't because he just can't smother him. 
and Roethlisberger was able to throw the ball away, live, live for another play, all that stuff. And so, yeah, you're probably not going to do that. A Terrell Suggs-like player is probably going to bring down Zach Wilson much easier. Uh, so it's not a size isn't an advantage, but I don't think it's a huge disadvantage either. What are the Jets going to get with Zach Wilson? Jordan says they're going to get buyer's remorse. See if, let's see if Jordan's a used season ticket holder. Yes, what? University of Utah fanatic. There it is. You guys didn't offer him. That's you should be furious at your people. There it is. <laughs> went not all a, in, him. Went all in on a quarterback, a four star from San Diego who was gone before Halloween. Unheard of. And the one guy, the local kid that you wanted who didn't come blows up and is the second pick of the draft. That's like a worst case scenario, is it not? <laughs> the only thing the only thing worse is if Tuttle blows up at Indiana. He got a little playing time last year. Uh, when the the kid got hurt, uh, actually looked decent, but like uh, an uh, unbelievable set of circumstances. Local kid wants to desperately come, goes to your camps. That's where he met a Rod, and you don't take him. We know the story. And the other kid, if the other kid would have stayed and done well, would have been oh, okay. So be it. But he doesn't. He takes off. Uh, outrageous. Didn't ruin my Jimmy Buffett concert, but had me on the phone during a concert. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can ruin your Buffett concert. Yeah, in town here. He had first time he'd first time he'd been to town since I'd moved here. Played at the arena in which we broadcast, uh, Vivint, and uh, yeah, I started getting texts. Hey, what are you hearing about uh, Tuttle? And sure, I made a couple texts. Yeah, he's gone. All right, he's gone now. Now back to Margaritaville. It's <laughs> <laughs> a shocking story, obviously. Uh, so that, that, that makes you hate Zach Wilson. That doesn't make any sense. Dwayne, Dwayne says the Jets are going to get a great quarterback with no promising future, poor guy, because they are putting him behind a crappy offensive line. Right now, but it's not about right now. I mean, what if, if he won seven games this season, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? So... But also, too, you know, a bust, uh, a bust relative to uh, what the other guys do, too, because all these quarterbacks. And so there'll be three other quarterbacks, at least minimum. There'll actually be more than that in the later rounds. And if any of those guys blow up to be this and that and your guy doesn't, well, then you're going to be held accountable for that. Oh, you say three other because Trevor Lawrence went first, so it doesn't. If he blow, if he's great, well, you just couldn't get him because right, he was right. a, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the five the five quarterbacks will be judged against each other. There's no doubt about that. And I don't think the later guys. I guess if one of the later guys turns out to be a great quarterback, yeah, 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 which yeah, hasn't yeah. been happening recently, anybody's got any hint of it goes early. Now a lot of these guys are already moving on. Uh, Carson Wentz, right? He hadn't been in the league that long, and he went early, and he's already changed teams. Darnold's already changed teams. So they're all in on these guys early in the draft these last four to five years. Prescott's the last fourth rounder to, to hit. But just because they're all in on you early, you know, two, three years down the line, they're ready to move on. But the next big thing coming in.